Welcome to another GNA podcast. <laughs> Games, nerds, and alcohol. <laughs> Where we talk about shit and get drunk. <laughs> Some of us may already be there. Holy shit. I can't even fucking introduction right now. I can't I can't intro. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a great time. Uh, as you can tell, we are. I I don't I don't even know if this constitutes good time or just fucking silly antics. But <laughs> we got Blue Shark joining us tonight. <laughs> hey everyone, my name is Blue Sugar. <laughs> Blue. It's Blue Sugar, now. yeah. <laughs> and we got Cyberblood and Cyber Games with us this evening. Hey yo, how's it going, everybody? Oh, okay, all right. I'm good. And we got D from, micro, from Microbrew Game Shit. I'm fucking Roast! Fucker. Get a few brownies. Oh, God. And if I can get it together, I'm Cecil, your host. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was not that, was not that funny, and I, I don't know why I'm laughing so hard at it. You ate some brownies, oh, didn't you? Oh, my God. I wish I ate some brownies. <laughs> so how are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Uh, that that brownie thing actually just uh, reminded me of something. If I didn't get busted out by a buddy, I was gonna pull a prank. I saw in a store one day um, chocolate X lax and was gonna make brownies. <laughs> oh, dude, I I have done that before. You only do that to the person that you absolutely hate, or if they have brown seats in their car. Man, <laughs> or your Two boss things. before you leave the company. Mm. Yeah, I got a story actually, about that. Actually, later. it was going to be at a, a battalion function while I was still in the army. Oh, <laughs> I was going to see Ooh. two two bathrooms and a shit ton of officers. Hell yeah, that is the most I, evil I thing probably, I've heard. I probably would have. I probably would have been like an Article Fifteen. Oh my, I would have got hemmed up for that one too. <laughs> but luckily, I didn't do it. Catch your ass in Leavenworth. Probably Jesus, for that one. He probably, probably. wouldn't thrown in Guantanamo Bay for that. <laughs> I was so tempted. You got those coworkers you don't like? Make them brownies. <sighs> Laxative. Uh, so, what's everybody drinking tonight? Blue Shark, what are you what are you drinking with us tonight? Well, my uh, throat's been bothering me for some fucking reason. Vodka. So i I have uh, a hot toddy. So I've got black tea, honey, lemon, and uh, Woodford Reserve. And I have to say, this tastes delicious, and it's helping the you know the soreness. Woodford Reserve. Mm. Yes, it's a Woodford Reserve's a, an expensive whiskey. I think it's like seven fifty bottle cost you around like forty or forty five. Um, but it's it bites really harsh. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I actually I had a bottle that I bought and uh, finished it off, and then my buddy bought it for my birthday and i was kind of like oh thanks and thinking to myself oh shit i gotta finish another one <laughs> so I'm, it, i've been mixing guys. it with like coke and lemon juice or not lemon juice uh lemonade and <laughs> i've been mixing it you know tonight with hot tea no shit well hey as long as it works man that's what that's the important part yeah Zyberblood, what are you drinking with us tonight well i am drinking something very new to me. I saw the bottle, it caught my eye, and then I read what it actually said. It's a banana bread beer from uh, Charles Wells Brewery in uh, uh, Bedford, England. Oh, shit. How was it? Yeah. 
It's freaking phenomenal, man. It's like drinking uh, banana bread batter. Oh, shit. I mean, that it's, sounds, it's that literally sounds like gross drinking. and interesting at the same time. I kind of had a mental image, too, of Zyber drinking this big, you know, <laughs> I, bat, the gooey bat. That's exactly what I had in my head. He just picks up, like, a pint <laughs> but, glass but, full of it and just starts chugging. As I said, I'm grossed out <laughs> and intrigued not, at the same uh, time. Well, a little bit running down thick. his channel, It's a, a light Ooh. amber beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, like, uh, ABV of uh, 5.2, and, yeah, it, it's very balanced between bitter and sweet. Very nice. Very nice. D, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? I'm actually uh, trying to finish up a growler of what I actually reviewed in my uh, video that I uh, put up ah, this the morning. Wachusett. It's a Wachusett blueberry beer. Ooh. It's it's phenomenal. I've actually had a blueberry beer before, and it was god-awful. So I was a little skeptical, but I was like, wife was like, I tried it. It's really good. And she's not a beer drinker. She doesn't really like beer. And it was at the uh, brewery on the way home, and I looked it up, and it, it consists of like 38% of their sales. Oh, shit. So I was like, okay, okay. It's it's a sweeter beer. It's an ale. So it's it's really good. It's it's not too sweet. It's toned down. Uh, the bitterness units are only 10, so it's, it's definitely on the sweet side. But you don't taste like – you don't take the blue – taste the blueberry right away, and it's not like overpowering. It's like – a nice aftertaste of blueberry just kind of leaves you after you drink it. It's like, hmm. That sounds nice. good. What's what's the ABV on that? Uh, four point five percent. So it's it's a good summer beer, good drinking in the hot sun. So you're not going to get too dehydrated. It's just a good like, you know, social beer. It's it's really tasty. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to try. Yeah, that. I'm gonna see if I can finish the growler because <laughs> I, I hammered it last night pretty good. I'm gonna try. It. Well, hey, yeah, I saw your video this yeah, morning. Yeah, tell me about the video. I uh, I saw it pop up on my feed. I just hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. <clears throat> well, as you know, I do the uh, I do I like to mix a, do a beer review uh, at a microbrewery and then go on to a the um, game review. And as part of it, if it's if it's a new brewery like I haven't done before, a microbrewery, I like to kind of go into a little bit about the brewery itself, and then I like to delve into the beer. And if I haven't mentioned that style of beer, I like to go into what makes that style of beer and why it's you know. A little bit of the background. So I did that. I reviewed the Wachusett Blueberry Ale. And then I reviewed a uh, a cool indie game. It was released in 2013, so I don't know how it flew under my radar. But it's pretty good. It was uh, released on Steam. Uh, so PC, Mac, Linux, and then PS4 and Vita. It's a horror game. It's called Claire. It's a side-scrolling yep. uh, horror game. Oh, yeah. And they, they borrowed heavily from Silent Hill. So it really has got that, she, you know, she's visiting her comatose mother in the hospital. She gets up late at night for a coffee and pretty much gets lost. And then it basically this alternate reality, kind of like the Silent Hill shit. Everything like, you know, hospital's bloody, trashed. And you have to hide it from these this demon thing, like the shadow demon thing that pops up and hunt, she tries to hunt for you. So there's also an, emil, uh, an element of descent because you can't fight it. You have to hide. So Which is, is it, really cool. And it uses the... Uh, uses the um, the pixel art. So it's, it that's really what I was going to ask. Yeah, if it was pixel art or not. It was. They did a pretty good job with it. I and saw the, an advert for that. I was actually flipping through. There's a sale for that on PS4. <laughs> think and that's, that's what I saw. Right it, so I grabbed yeah. it. And it's worth it. And normally it's like $8.99 on uh, Steam normally. So I got it for less. And they did a great job with the, with the background music, sound effects. Uh, it really adds to that ambiance. They did a very good job. It, you When you first start playing it, you think it's a pixel art styled game from a bigger publisher 
it doesn't seem like just an indie game. So they use the, uh, what was it, um, Infinity Engine uh, uh, properly? They use the Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine. Unreal yeah. Engine. They use the Unreal Engine. They did a good job. And actually, uh, I really set video at about like four or five this morning because I let it kind of process overnight. And the guy that did the music for it for uh, Hailstorm Games, uh, David Mason, actually responded to me on Twitter, which kind of made my day. I got that at about lunchtime, and it was just like, that's nice. awesome. Uh, and, uh, after things settle, he may actually, uh, join us on the show, which he was really nice. I was just shocked. I mean, a creator, one of the games I just played and reviewed, you know, one of the creators just like contacts me. I'm like, that's sweet. Awesome. Dude, that's awesome. So it was, it, it, it was pretty stoked. It, it was nice. Yeah, man. That's always, uh, that's always nice when somebody recognizes you for, for yeah, throwing something out there. I understand that. Very validating for like a small channel like mine that's just getting off the ground. Very validating. Yeah. Very cool. Well, myself, I am drinking tonight. I actually did a, uh, a quick vote on Twitter um, just because I, I didn't really I, – I couldn't decide what I wanted to drink. But uh, uh, we, we had uh, we had a few votes, and it was 100% unanimous on drinking liquor. So I am trying out a new rum. I uh, – <laughs> it was – it's uh, it's actually – it's a rum out of Green Bear Craft Distilleries. It's uh, one that I was actually – I don't want to say conned into getting, but – the person, the person at the liquor store said, "Yeah, you gotta try this. It's uh, it's an organic spiced rum. It's called Caruso, All right. and it's handcrafted in California." No, David. No, no, David. Um, I actually looked it up quick, and you know, just to see a little bit about the distillery, and yeah, so it's handcrafted, or it's 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 uh, it's sorry, it's distilled or from organic molasses, um. And it's it smells really really great. It smells very aromatic. Now, typically, I don't drink spiced rums outside of a mixed drink, but I'm going to do the same thing I did with the last one with the the what the hell was that Pirat or whatever the hell it was called or Pirat yeah. rum. Spiced rums are typically my deal. Well, I'm going to try it straight and see how I like it because that's really how I like my rums. I like my rums, you know, room temperature ish, straight. I'm going to give that a shot. Give you a little quick and uh, hold on. Wow, that is very clovey. Uh, it's got a little bit of burn right at the beginning and right at the end. Very heavy clove, though. There's a there's a definite hint of citrus and almost um, almost vanilla in there. One qu- one question though, because I know you like to mix your rums into mixed drinks. Yeah, as we all like to. With the and I cook, but what? Other than like something like maybe orange juice, like like a juice, like a citrus juice, what would you mix with a very heavily cloved rum? I don't know. Uh, apple cider. Might yeah, be. yeah, actually, you know, yeah. That might be. Yeah, because that might be good. Like hot apple. Because cider it, it would almost and... be like a mold cider if you added the clove. That's basically kind of like mold cider. Yeah, this is that's this a good. A, that's a good point. This has a very heavy clove taste to it and it just has like a little hint of vanilla and i'm not sure if they put vanilla in it or not or if that's just nice. uh, if that's just kind of how they all meant went together but i'm um, just looking at the bo- back of this bottle and it actually says that for every bottle sold they plant a tree so that's pretty bitching too <laughs> nice another tree's planted and you get tanked that that's win-win <laughs> I think you can have that also with eggnog, because I think eggnog yeah. actually has traditionally rum in it. Saving the planet and killing your liver at the same time. Yeah, so, <laughs> so straight self-sacrifice. I, I honestly, I think it's a little bit too spiced to drink straight. 
it's nice, but it's it's very heavily clothed. This definitely tastes like it should be a mixed drink. So I mixed it with the traditional Coke, um, just because that's what I had here. It was uh, it was either it was either I, I mix it with Coke or tequila, and uh, Coke just seemed to win out. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Yeah. Wow. If the Coke if the Coke tastes like shit, try putting in some uh, tequila. <laughs> just keep trying until you get it right. Or to like wow. Okay, so yeah, I did my typical uh, like three shots to about a half a can of Coke, and I, I've actually had him. I've actually had both of them sitting out for a little bit uh, because I poured them just before we started the podcast, so they've been sitting here for a little bit. In Coke, it really brings out that sweetness, um, that clove, that really right. strong clove flavor, almost dies down and and tastes almost gingery. Um. Wow, this I would is, not have expected that's, that. That's quite a flavor yeah, this change. This is definitely cool. a mixing rum. I want to try it in some apple cider now, though, because that really sounds incredible. But in in Mixed with drinks Coke, with Cecil, yeah, in with Coke. This is actually this is nice. This is refreshing. This is this this I would actually say would be like a Christmas drink. You know, something that you just sit around at Christmas time. I was and just drink. thinking. Yeah, I was just thinking, uh, possibly taking that rum and using it for baked goods too. Can you can you yeah. say? Uh, Christmas Ooh. gifts for all your buddies. <laughs> man, this is uh, stocking stuff rum around. Balls, I was gonna say th- chocolate rum. This balls. is exactly mm. opposite of the rum that I had last time. That last rum I had was a very distinct sipping rum. Um, it was very nice to just sip, but but it really sucked in a mixed drink. This is the exact opposite. This really is amazing when you mix it with Coke. It was almost like they intended for this to be a mixer rum, not a sipping rum. I want to say, now that you've given me this idea of like holiday baked goods, I want to maybe say gingerbread cookies instead of yep. like adding in like spiced rum. How about just gingerbread? Um, putting this in with that gingerbread. Too. I yeah. think that would be incredible because this, as I mm-hmm. said, this is a very distinct clove flavor. And it's only 35% alcohol. So it's not really. I mean, I. I yeah, the bake off. Yeah, I mean, I, I th- that last bottle of rum, I finished almost all of it in that night. I'll probably finish this tonight. This, this is, this is a really light rum. It's 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 nice. So, I'm guessing everybody has watched at least some part of E3. Yes, I watched nearly every day. I missed um, most of, um, the. Th- third day and didn't get to see the fourth that sucks so blue shark do you get a chance to watch any of it this is actually the first e3 in ever since i started watching e3 which was probably like three four years ago that i actually haven't watched a single well i take that back i watched part of ubisoft's show but i haven't had a chance to really watch much so today i watched microsoft's conference okay I watched the Sony conference, <clears throat> and I watched some of EA's conference. Now, I uh, have one negative comment to make, and um, it's about Sony's conference. They did their VR yeah. um, segment, and they had two games for VR. I think it was Star Child or something of the sort, and then there was another one called Moss, which it looked like... You, uh, it was a mouse with a sword, and you he goes to this dock, and then he looks into this lake or this you know pond or whatnot, and then like you start looking down, and it looks like you're the one of the 
the spirits from Spirited Away. But the entire time during both of those games that they showed for gameplay, you're third person, which voids VR entirely in my opinion because VR is one thing and one thing only from my point of view, and that's first person. Mm -hmm. You have to be first person because otherwise VR is really not – making anything virtual it's not making an alternate you know reality it's just like watching it on a tv screen what if you're a parasite sticking out the back of their head Mm -hmm. yeah but the thing is is you're controlling these guys and you're seeing them in third person instead of controlling them and being able to look down at your hands and seeing the sword in your hand or whatever star child or whatever the heck that's gonna have yeah. for mechanics and it's just i mean they look cool and everything it's like great yeah those would be fun games but you sell them as vr and it's kind of like why what's the purpose of this and that's my only really negative comment i've got yeah see i i i agree that the vr was pretty much the the worst part of sony's conference yeah but that actually isn't why I didn't like the VR. I I actually kind of like the concept of them pulling away from everything being first person, because that's one thing I didn't like about it. Like about VR in general is that it always seemed so linear in what you could develop for. You pretty much only had a first person style. I kind of like the idea where you're observing and controlling things in a world, almost from like your perspective. Mission. Yeah. Yeah. Like Age of Mythology. See, yeah. One thing that I would like to see for like a VR game is something like uh, Black and White mm. or uh, or Command and Conquer uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Where like when you're in VR, like even if you could make the instead of like the um, the controllers that they have for it, like incorporate it to a, like a special kind of motion glove to where you actually reach out and you pick something up kind of yeah. thing yeah i'm feeling you um but i agree i honestly i mean even out of i mean like sony had a few games that i liked uh xbox had a couple games i like actually sony had a couple yes. games i like xbox had a couple games i liked but i mean honestly and i mean bioware bio anthem's starting to grow a little on me i gotta admit anthem's starting to grow a little bit on me yes but, uh when i first saw it i went oh geez this is this is just Dragon Age, only it's kind of <laughs> sci-fi. So, yes, space. Yeah, it's like I'm 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 waiting for like a dwarf to pop out and be like, I'm gonna swing an axe into you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or some, uh, you know, something like that. I mean, I, honestly, I E3 this year was disappointing in so many different ways. Yes, it was it was kind of lackluster. I mean, Nintendo, I was I I saw Nintendo and I'm really stoked that they brought out or that they announced a, a Metroid Prime 4, but they didn't uh, yes. they didn't show anything. They just showed a, a splash screen basically yep. of Metroid Prime 4. I was like, "Oh my god, I had my dick out to rub one out and everything and you gave me that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it, it's one of those things also where like they say it's there but you know like what you usually say until we get the actual facts for yeah. it yeah, it's YT's still it. one of those premature erections well it was like it's like anthem anthem's not coming out until what third quarter of next or of 2018 or is it second quarter of 2018 i mean i don't remember the exact date 
I, yeah, I, I, I think either. it was some. It was sometime in 2018. I want to say it was second or third quarter 2018. I could be wrong. Somebody fucking write in and tell me I'm wrong. I love I love that. But anywho, that's still like you're fucking over a year away from that game even seeing the light of day. Like like, and you know it's gonna get pushed back. You know it's gonna get delayed. They never get. They never get. Yeah. They never get released early. They always get delayed. So it's like. It looked good. What they had for the what they had looked like a tech demo, and it looked good. But so did Colonial Marines yeah. when they showed a demo of that. And we all know what steaming yeah. pile of shit that turned into. <laughs> you know, I did like. A... Um, I was impressed with the Forza Seven coming out. Forza, yeah that that was that's one of the games on Xbox side that and I really I thought looked good. Thought. Of course, they didn't wow and do amazing, but I thought Xbox did pretty good this year, and I really liked that the fact that uh, with Forza they brought out the Porsche car, unreleased, unseen so far. Oh yeah, stage that was <laughs> nice. pretty neat. I, I yeah, that was. I got a awesome. chub over that one. I got a little bit of a you know chub going on for that one. Yeah, but even even like the thing that Xbox like if they came out and just went, hey, these are our exclusives. It almost feels like. I don't know, like developers are, are are getting really gun shy about doing stuff because almost everyone, except for Forza, and, and correct me because I honestly can't remember all the Xbox one, but almost every game that came out, it said launch exclusive, which means it's timed exclusive, which means eventually yeah. it's going to get everywhere else versus Sony coming out and going like, hey, these are our exclusives. You know, what would they have? Days Gone? Um, yeah. Uncharted? Uncharted, uh, yeah, uh, Shadows or, of Colossus. An- another Microsoft one. I'm actually just stoked, and I've been stoked about since uh, last year's E3. Is Sea of Thieves? Oh, that does <laughs> that was yes. an interesting. That does I like the Sea of Thieves. I and so I also want that. like the Skulls and Bones, or Skull and Bones rather. Yeah, there's they they, but even even all the games that they showed, none of them were like. Oh my god, I've got to have that game. Anthem Anthem's starting to get that way, but I'm still really skeptical about Anthem. I'm super skeptical the about The only Anthem. game the only game that I'm still interested in that uh, Sony showed a trailer for, which we've all pretty much seen that trailer in parts is the one for Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh yeah, but they I mean they're yeah. that that's king I mean that's that's an already established brand, an already established IP. It's got a huge following. And honestly, I mean, Sony pushing that off or, or, or Square pushing that off, all they're doing is building up the hype. They just got to make yeah. sure that they don't pull a Duke Nukem. Because if they pull oh, a Duke yeah. Nukem, <laughs> I mean, it, it, will, it will drive people to suicide. Like, people will just jump off of a cliff and be like, nope, Kingdom Hearts, no, nope, it sucked. Woo! Oh man, I'll I'll be upset for one, especially since I uh, I dropped the the big buck on the pre order, and then they push it out and said, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> You're not getting it this year, and probably late next year." I, I thought that Nintendo was a, was pretty good, but a little sparse on their game offerings. I think they really need to get more third party in there. Yeah. But one thing I thought the... one thing I thought was really cool, and that I kind of booed Sony for, is that. With the revamped Minecraft, you're going to have cross-play between Nintendo and PC and Xbox. Mm. And I thought that was cool as hell. And I was like, yeah. I was like, Sony, 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 this this is a spot where everybody has Minecraft, everybody wants to play. You could have gotten killer, like, kudos for. 
for joining in on this. And you guys are being the kind of, nope, nope, we're not going there. Come on, it's like, it's like, it's like Nintendo and, and uh, Xbox are kind of just extending a hand of friendship for this one game. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's it kind of sucks that they're not doing it, but at the same time, it's I'm sure it's a logistical nightmare of some sort for them to try to incorporate in, you know Nintendo's online system, which is I don't know about Wii, but um, I'm sure isn't that great. And then Microsoft doesn't really have to shake hands with consoles. I mean, sorry, PCs because you know yeah, they're already in bed they together. Already, they already know. Yeah, exactly. They're the same bloody thing. But, I mean, Nintendo's the one that doesn't know how to do all this online stuff as well, and they're making the effort, which is kind of cool. Well, Nintendo also, in the past, never really wanted to be buddy-buddy with anyone. Anytime that they did, they were really, um, I hate to you know, say it, but assholes about like what they wanted to own versus the other company having rights to. Yeah, well, we could see this whole Minecraft thing launch, and it could be a shit show. Like, it could suck. Right. Like, uh, the Nintendo could have lag compared to the other two. Well, exactly. So, it is, P- PlayStation may have just stepped away because they think, you know, this is probably the smarter play for us because this isn't something we've tested before. And they probably would have wanted have done, like, uh, alpha NDA testing where no one could ever speak of, you know, the shit show that this could be. Or it could turn out to be great, and then PlayStation is just going to be like, "Well, we just kind of screwed the pooch on that." Well, one. Let's 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 look at this though from a very honest position. I mean, Microsoft owns Minecraft, so Microsoft holds all the cards on that. I guarantee yes. you that they pretty much set it up and said, "Hey, look, we want you to cross. We want to cross talk on this, but you." have to basically give us your information, and we're going to load that into our database. I don't think that they're going to put themselves into a position where they're just handing it out and saying, oh, yeah, 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 we'll just talk to you, and as long as you authenticate this way, you're in. I guarantee you Microsoft said, nope, we're going to take all of your information, we're going to dump it into our database, and we're going to house that database. I'll bet you money. I'll, I'll bet you a bottle of this fine spiced rum I got sitting down here, that that's how that deal went down. And I'll bet you money that that's why Sony said, F that, we're not giving you our customer database. Well, maybe uh, Microsoft can write into us and let us know if that's actually what they said or not. Yeah, yeah. if anybody from Microsoft actually listens to the show, write in, tell me I'm right. Because you know what? I love that even more than somebody telling me I'm wrong. Then again, you never know. Sony might do a after they see what the results are. Hey, you know, sorry we're late to the game, but why not? I, I yeah. you know, I could see them doing that. I could see them playing shy, playing you know, playing their cards close to their chest. But if it works out, the hell it works out. And you're right though. Nintendo has always been that kind of we don't want to play in everybody else's sandbox. We want our own sandbox. So I like that Nintendo's actually making that step. You know, going out on that limb. You know, it gives me hope for other games like, you know, shit like right. Just Cause or uh, or Rock Band or even Destiny getting cross-talk platforms. Um, right. Yeah. It's, it's one thing uh, with the cross-talking uh, with all the platforms. Uh, Sega used to want to do that back in the day, but it was, you know, oh, you're crazy for wanting to do that. And now it's actually starting to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did anyone uh, notice that, uh, you know, because you guys were talking earlier about how, like, some of these games are, like, delayed or we're not going to see them for third quarter and probably it's going to then get delayed again. Do you guys like the fact that um, Xbox, for one of their exclusives, the one where the guy's playing a guitar called The Artful Escape, looked like a psychedelic trip in some some section. It looked like it. a music they game, sh- almost. It, it looked like a lot of fun, actually, like a rhythm yeah. game. Did you pay attention to the very end where they say, where normally you see the release date and it says when it's damn ready mm-hmm. was their release date. When it's damn good and ready that. was hilarious. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Snap. That's clever right now. I can respect That's that. That's great. I, I can absolutely respect That's that. That's great. Hey, it's coming out yeah, when it's here. done. I wish gaming companies yeah. did that and they didn't just you know, right. say, hey, it's going to come out when it's done and we're going to give you fucking updates when we feel like it. But otherwise, just sit right. back, fucking relax. I, I would rather that than, you know, a company saying, uh, well, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, you could look at this of like uh, Square Enix with um with Kingdom Hearts 3. Like this has been something that has been either rumored or talked about for like how many years now? And now it's coming to the <laughs> point where it's just getting like delayed further and further. And, you know, they just kind of screwed the pooch by, you know, delaying it instead of just not saying when, oh, it's coming out next week. Even because it'll be ready then. Well, even though I'm I'm kind of upset with all the pushbacks, even though I already fully paid for the game, I can respect them for wanting to hold back instead of releasing a unpolished turd. Yeah, I just really hope Square doesn't go down the road with Kingdom Hearts, how all the other companies are going, where they're releasing a base game and then gonna just right. Fucking and then updates. Yeah. Well, not updates, but or, DLCs. Or not just yeah, DLC yeah, after yeah, DLC. DLC. Like, hey, you can get, you know, you can get chapters. Yeah, exactly. You, you can get the real ending. <laughs> oh, you God. can get this extra world if you pay this amount, or you can get our season pass and right. get all four of these worlds that are coming out. It's like, dude, it's the Little Mermaid. I'm not paying ten bucks to play with a Little Mermaid. Put that in the fucking game to begin with. <laughs> yeah well what are you guys of any of the games you've actually seen you know going along this line of like you're not wanting them to do a dlc or you just put the shit in the game um are you guys now to a stage where you're like i'm not buying dlc until i play the game and see if it's even worth it yeah that's the way i am that's the way i've always been that's, that's kind of how i'm getting now i've always been i rather i want to play the game before i commit to any dlc because I don't want to buy DLC if I don't end up liking the game. Well, I've been burned a couple times. Like uh, Destiny, I bought this. I bought the season pass right off the bat. Got the first two, and you know I played the hell out of them. I'll, I'll admit, I, I I was I regretted at first because of the way Destiny was, and really because I bought the season pass is really what kept me in the game and that the you know community. But the division, I bought the season pass right off the bat. I haven't played any of Underground yet. Have not played a single bit, not a single spot. I haven't touched it, and I'm pissed because I haven't touched it. So I gotta go back and play that. So now, yeah, I agree. I, 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 I say yay. I do not like. I don't even. I'm not even pre-ordering much anymore. I used to pre-order a shit ton of games. I'm actually not doing that now, simply because I've been burned so many times. I'm actually pre-ordering. Yeah, I. I I am pre-ordering one game. Well, a few more than one, but one mainly that I've already paid for. And that's a special edition from uh, the new East game that's coming out, East 8. Hmm. I hate you. 
So, but I didn't pre-order from GameStop or any of these places. I actually uh, pre-ordered it from like Nice, like the, the company that makes it. Well, you suck again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I but, got the PS4 version. I, I'm tempted to also do the uh, special edition for the Vita. Oh come on now! Now you're just <laughs> gloating. But that actually brings me up to a, to an interesting kind of uh, kind of situation. There's been a lot of people who are who have been busting on. You know, all these different indie companies for doing early access games. And then, like, they release a finished product and then they're pissed about the finished product. They're like, Oh, you had all this money from these, you know, from, from the, from your backers and your Kickstarters and XYZ and all this other bullshit. And then they're pissed because, you know, they get a game that's, I don't know, partially broken or something like that. Like, like actually a, a great, uh, fuck. Um, a great for instance is Friday the 13th. Did any of you guys play that yet? No, but I have not I yet. Some of the funny videos, though. Oh my god, dude, that game is silly fun. But the game, the server, no, the servers are so fucking broken. I mean, they finally started to figure it out, but the servers are so fucking broken. Um, like literally, they. I was reading, and I think it was they had planned out of all their all their infinite wisdom. They had said, okay, so there's gonna be like thirty five thousand people connecting to this game. Well, on day one, they had over 75,000 people trying to connect to the servers. And it fucking crashed them. It it just, it, boop. Like, imagine. Like that fucking uh, Star Wars trailer that crashed the internet. Imagine fires in the (laughs) server room, people running around. Like, their faces are on fire. They're dropping to the ground. Halon system going off. Yeah, like the Halon system isn't touching it. That type of fucking nuclear meltdown. (laughs) I mean, that's the type of shit that happened with this game. I think we even saw Homer Simpson walking out glowing. Yeah. Like, and everybody was all fucking, like, they were so salty. They're like, oh, you you had so much time to do this. You should have planned better. And it's like, dude. The ESO server did the same thing on Well, you got like a six-person team. And they fucking undercut it because they didn't have a million dollars in their back pocket. And people are all... that's the thing. That's the thing is, how the hell do you plan for that? It's like... How successful do I want to be versus how successful is a realistic? Because if you don't have the money, but what you, if you like? What if you sunk a million dollars in and you had? Oh, we could handle a hundred thousand people and twenty thousand hop on. I mean, well, you you how can't really plan. do you? You can't. It's like, how do you look? At, and and some games take off big that are unexpected, and some flop that way we expected to be big. I mean, it's it's tough to really properly plan for how many. Well, you you can't plan for it. I mean, every company. I, uh, fucking Activision, um, fucking every company. Let, take a look at every Call of Duty game that's come out. The servers have always been fucking sucky. Battlefield when it came out, even servers with sucky. some of the big name ones with the big money and have had been doing well, this a long time. That's what I'm saying. Hard, it's hard to play. That's what I'm saying. Call of Duty day one. They they fucking always right. have server. It's crashes. like oh, but it's like oh, we'll add on like another twenty five thousand people when they should actually add on another seventy five thousand. But that that, that, that yeah. kind of digresses in what I was trying to what, what where my train of thought was going. But like you get these people like these small companies, these ending companies that are are getting bashed on because they're throwing something in early access. People are buying it right off the bat, and then people are complaining, "Oh, you released a product and you know it it wasn't a hundred percent." When you get fucking triple A titles coming out. Doing and the doing the exact thing. same thing. But mm-hmm. instead of them saying they're releasing it in early access, they just did pre-orders. Yeah, I say, you know, fuck the Naminons. Because they're going to complain whichever way you go. 
I mean, it could be as... I mean, I know the concept of pre-ordering <laughs> is different than early access buying. Because when you early access buy, you're actually purchasing the game. That money's going to the developer, yada, yada, yada. When pre-ordering, right. it's just a number on a schedule that a company gets and says, hey, I've got 50,000 pre-orders or I've got 50 million pre-orders or whatever the fuck the number is. And they go, okay, so we've got this many pre-orders, so we know we're going to have this amount. But still, I mean, right. I that's mean, something that we've start, we've perpetuated as a fucking gaming culture there's yeah there's one game that i've been playing since it got green lighted on steam starbound starbound yes yep. oh. New right that off the thing bat. has gone through yeah that thing has gone through so many uh evolutions Hell, we, between like cecil set up his own server for it to where every time <laughs> that they went through another uh addition to the game to fix a lot of the bugs mm-hmm. They rebooted the entire server, so you lost all your progress in it. And that didn't piss me off because it was a great game and they were fixing stuff. And now that it's at a stable point and it's still evolving, it's freaking amazing. Yeah, Starbound's great. All the stuff. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that they've put in, I commend uh, Chucklefish. For every last decision they took with that game. Yeah, they did a good job. Yes, Blue Shark. With- the, the name of the company is Chucklefish. <laughs> Chucklefish. That's hilarious. Hey, with with VR starting to pick up, can we get a call of booty? Come on, come on. <laughs> but you know what's cool is that the Chucklefish did Did-Z something. Larry Three. Chucklefish did something that I think is awesome, and it's something that the people that developed Friday the Thirteenth game did as well. Chucklefish has yeah. been very very open and very informative to their community hey yep. this is our update this is what we're doing hey this right, is our exactly. nightly build hey you know what we tried to go with nightly build but that seems to suck so we're gonna go to weekly hey you know what weekly sucks yep. so we're gonna go to buy we're gonna go to you know buy monthly because that seems to work best they've always really communicated out to their community to say yeah, what they're that's, doing that's another thing that when I they're love. doing it they're yeah their communication to Anyone that's gone to backing, to just like freelancing on the game, seeing it on Steam for our, like you know a couple bucks, and now that it's closer to a final build, the price has jumped up. But it's still something amazing and worth getting, even though they're still in development. Mm. And it's a little bit more of a pricey game. Well, one thing, and that's that's the one thing that I really dug about it, was that their, their communication was just spot on. And that's the, the when the developers of Friday the 13th, they were doing the same thing. Their servers were yeah. fucking, they were, I'm telling you, there was like mushroom clouds going off where these fucking servers were. And they were communicating out there like, hey, look, we know mushroom clouds are going off, but we've got a patch. We're getting it together. We planned for this. We, we didn't expect as much as we did. You guys rock. We're on top of it. And they literally, they communicated the whole time and they made sure to, I mean, they were given uh, updates every, every couple hours way at the beginning. And then they were like staggering them out, but they were always letting you know, Hey, this is happening. This is what's going on. We're here for and you. That's we're respectable. Hearing the that's respectable. That's, that's well, really cool. That's one of the reasons why I'm still playing the game. Cause back at the beginning, like when it launched, it took almost forty-five minutes for me to get in a game, and I was just—I det- wow. was just determined at that point in time to play a fucking game. I was determined. I'm like, I am—I paid money for this. I am going to play a fucking game right now. And finally, after forty-five minutes, me and a guy, uh, Dexter Morgan, he jumped in. We finally got into a game. So we jumped in, we played, yada yada, and then once we were in a in a group, we were fine. But it took a while to get in that group. Once we were in the group, we started playing. And we got like, I think, 
two or three games in in the next hour. It was like, all right, cool. We got a couple of games in. We got some games in. This is awesome. But then when we when I tried to go in the next day, it took, I think, 30 minutes to get in. And literally, as I'm sitting there waiting for this game to load, I'm like, man, you know what? This might be the first game I actually request a refund on. I, I mean, I bought a lot of games in my life. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like the movie thing. I have never walked out of a movie. I almost walked out of House of the Dead. <laughs> and if anybody ever brings me to a fucking old bull movie, I will walk out of that shit quicker than I can fucking start my car but like i've never i've never returned a game and been like dude this game was not what i paid for this game sucked i've never done that and i almost i almost requested a refund was friday the 13th but then i i jumped on twitter and i'm like you know what you know i'm on their twitter let me check it out so i looked at their twitter page and i saw the updates that they were given and i'm like well shit you know they're fucking working on it so then i looked over to their facebook page and i I started following that and they started and I looked at the updates there and they were lengthy fucking updates. I'm like, I'm like these guys are trying, you know what? I'm going to stick with these guys because they're giving it a shot. And there was a lot of salt from people. just, you know, Oh, I paid for this. You should give me stuff for free now. And I actually, I, I, I felt, that. I usually just step back and I just like, Oh, whatever. But I literally, I started going through the comments on their Facebook page and responding to every single fucking person. Oh God! And I think I I think I probably commented at least a hundred comments. <laughs> and I I I never. Well, I ne- I I usually don't. I'm usually not that guy. But I literally the there power was, of salt back. There was so much salt. Yeah, it's like it's like I was developers corner. Was I, was saying, I was like I was doing the art of join back only. It was salt back. Um, and, and literally like cheesy people, Kung Fu movie reference. Yeah. Yeah. If you know that, if you know that movie, write it on Twitter, I'll give you a fucking game bundle code. If I can tell me the name of that movie and I will give you the fucking code. But I'd yes. have to ask my dad on that one. Oh, he I, has I, it. I, I got it, man. I got, I, I got it downloaded. So, oh. but, but like literally like there was so much salt about people and they were like talking, like they're so entitled to X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, guys, take a look at call of duty. When that game came out, the fucking servers, I mean, you could literally see the spoke rising in, in the West from the fucking servers that were blowing up from that shit. And, you know, nobody think, nobody seems to remember that. Nobody seems to think about that when, you know, just a new game comes out. Oh, this game sucks. Down with this game. And they're like, well, you've you accepted it for the fucking past 15 games so what the hell's Sometimes the difference with this guy you know it's a chance for someone to be vocal about something and it's the easiest thing um you know i learned as a musician um growing up was it's easy to be negative it's so simple it's like it's it's almost like it's second nature to us to be negative about it made more so by the internet the fact that anonymity and nobody's gonna really it's like you're not gonna really get it back you're you're kind of safe you're in the safety bubble a bunch of little bastards being little bullies, you know? But here's the thing. These days, social media, uh, yeah. you know, it it says, hey, this person said this here. Yeah. Some of them do. <laughs> my friends don't know about my Twitter account. Not all of them. See, see, when I was little, you know, you know what, uh, what, uh, what our checks and balances were? Had an Italian grandmother and a German grandmother and Fuck if they didn't have a ton of wooden spoons. God damn. <laughs> Shit stings. I remember one time I decided to be a smartass and I took all else. my mom's wooden spoons and was like, yeah, what now? What the hell are you going to do now? 
She had... No, she had a fucking metal spoon. Holy shit. I gave back those goddamn wooden spoons, man. And I behaved myself. Damn it. Yeah, she played I that on your ass cheeks. <laughs> spoon, man. Okay, so... Spoon! <laughs> I, I gotta ask the question now that we've digressed so far from E3. So, out of all the games you guys saw at E3, what is your top pick? Zyberblood. Mm. Go. What is your top uh, pick? Don't top... think about it. Just spit it out. Uh, Skull and Bones. All right. Blue Shark. Top pick. Oh, fuck you. Um... I don't know that game. Is that a good game? Is that a Leisure <laughs> Suit Larry game? Does that go with the suit you shared? Does it go with VR? Oh, oh my God. The VR suit. Oh, my God. I fucking <laughs> forgot about that suit. Okay. <laughs> How did you forget about it? <laughs> it's like forgetting about Dre. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to avoid PlayStation because there were games on there that I saw that I liked, dude, but I don't have like PlayStation to so discuss that. Well, the thing is, is that some of the games on PlayStation that I saw, I would just rather just watch them and play it than actually play it myself. Most uh, of those Voyeur. horror games, I got it. Those, those horror games, you know, I don't want to play them, but I'll watch them. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, and this is new. I, I, I'm Pixel Games going back that far, but I think it's called Last Night. Okay. All right. So I, I, I'm kind of interested in that one. I want to I play that game. All right, D. Best game that you saw out of E3. The most I'm excited for? Sea of Thieves. Who's going to join my crew? Come on. <laughs> you know, dude, I, I'm actually I'm looking at that, and that does look pretty good. That I got to admit, that does look pretty good. But uh, my my top pick for E3, and at I, I, I this is the biggest flip-flop that I have done, I think, ever but uh because i when i first saw this game i really thought it was the worst game like I, I was i was ready to stab my eyes out because i saw it and then i've watched more and more and more of it and i've been like you know what this could be something and i i can't believe i'm gonna fucking jump on this bandwagon right now but i i gotta go with anthem i really gotta go with anthem and I hate myself for even saying that. And you know what? I may edit that out and put in like Metroid Prime Four or some shit like that afterwards. But yeah, but don't chance it. Don't I, I gotta, cheese out. There, I gotta say, Anthem. There are so now, many. Though. What did you guys think of uh, the Evil Within Two? Oh man, didn't see that it. That did look pretty oh, good. Man. I didn't catch that. And it's and it's for all the systems. It's not like an exclusive, but Evil Within Two looks pretty good. I got to admit that game gave me the weirdest boner when I watched it. <laughs> it was really I, awkward. I shouldn't have, but I did. Yeah, I got awkward uh, fanboy chub with uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. That also has intrigued me. The uh, learning about the yeah. actual origins of the Brotherhood. It's actually yeah. pretty neat. Take yep. a place oh my in god! Egypt. Where's am the Templars? I the only person? Am I the only person who watched that game and went, "Oh god, I hate this, dude." He's fucking hiding in grass with this eight foot spear hanging off him, and everybody's like, "Oh, there's nobody over there." What do you mean there's nobody over there? You can see the fucking spear. It's right there. Well, obviously, Cecil, you have not mastered hide in shadows. I don't know. You did not charge your skill up enough, dude. You're in the yeah. middle of fucking Egypt. <laughs> You better be hiding in the shadow of the goddamn pyramid for you to skip seeing that spear. I mean, for seriously, people were gullible gancher. back then. Oh come on, remember? Yep, you know, taking it too seriously. People were people were gullible then. Remember? Uh, remember the Jesus's water to wine trick? Okay, guys, guys, turn around, turn around. 
<laughs> South Park reference. <laughs> <laughs> he had a sheep bladder girdle filled with wine. Just poured it in to sweat, swap the glasses. Look! Oh! <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> exactly. Dark Knight reference. <laughs> we gotta start whispering those every time we make a reference just so somebody who's listening who doesn't understand what the fuck we're talking about which most of the time I don't think we understand what the fuck we're talking about we just gotta whisper I'm about to say I, I haven't been tracking since the beginning why <laughs> Peter yeah, so, do, you, do you even pay attention to what you say yeah I drifted in and out <laughs> now so I I mean honestly this this year's E3 I was I was really hoping for a bigger kind of thing but you know what I think I know what really ruined E3s for me? I think No Man's Sky really ruined E3 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it did. You know what? You know what? They, Don't you mean No Man's Sky too? You, well, dude, I, I, you know what? You know what? They, you know what? You know what they did to you? They castrated they, me. They, they, they no, they portrayed it, and it was like awesome. They let. Why didn't you get this big old chub? And then they punched it inside out. Oh, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I still and and I'm probably gonna get some hate over this, but I I still like No Man's Sky. It still scratches that space exploration itch, and I'm really not pissed because everything it's that not a, everything that people were complaining about of like, oh, it, the, it, it, they said it was gonna be this, they said it was gonna be that. I'm like, no, they didn't. They fucking said they wanted it to be that. They never said it was going to be. My biggest thing. My biggest thing with that game was is more like a twenty five dollar game that they're charging. Oh yeah, bucks yeah. For. It was definitely it was a it, it was a thirty dollar game max. And and it got repetitive. So I mean, spending that much money and and uh, they ran out of physical copies, and I didn't pre order, but I wanted to do it for like a review. So it wasn't a bad game, but I picked it up digital. So I'm I'm stuck with a digital copy. <laughs> Well, I know I picked, I picked it up digital as well, and I, dude, I still enjoy that game and the updates that they came out for. It I pre-ordered really, the collector's edition. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> fuck you, dude. That was a fucking retarded move. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, that was. And here's the thing: that was just like staple gun your dick to your edition. leg type of yeah, move. Yeah, I, I pre-ordered the fucking uh, uh, collector's edition, and I got the standard edition. Oh, I'm like, well, what the fuck went wrong here? It says on my receipt, <coughs> collector's edition. Yeah, I had to wait uh, about three months to get a refund from freaking uh, Shop Unnamed. Shop Unnamed, I like that. Yeah, there's the, just no, but I, but No Man's Sky really ruined it for me because there's there was so much hype around that game, and I mean, I I still love it. I really do still love that game. Um, I mean, it, 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 the, the next game that's going to scratch that space exploration itch for me is also going to scratch that space crafting itch for me, which is going to be space engineers. Um, yes. Uh, and if you haven't, yes, I've been following that on Steam. Oh, if you ha- if you don't have that game, you should check it out because it is so much fucking fun. And it was even, it was super fun before they added planets. Now that they have planets, I mean, shit. I'm literally building a new machine just so I can play that and possibly Destiny 2, but I'm really focusing on Space Engineers now. But No Man's Sky just built up so much fucking hype in the last E3, or the the E3 that it was in, that it was just, it built up so much fucking hype, and then it just kind of deflated, and there's so much anger, and there, it just brought so many dickheads out of the community that I was just like... You know what? Every game now that has any hype to it whatsoever 
I just, I feel like it's going to suck. I feel like people are going to be hating it. Like it's going to come out. Like that's why Anthem, I flip-flopped on. I saw Anthem and I immediately went, oh, Jesus Christ, this one's going to fucking suck. Because I just immediately sensed all the hype that was going to come from it. And I was like, yeah, Christ, they're going to say, we're going to try to do this. We're going to try to do that. And then they're going to come short of that. And then people are going to be angry and demanding that they have free downloads. I I don't mind coming short as long as I come. It's just, you know, it's a contest and you lost. Yeah. Dave Chappelle reference. Uh, <laughs> hey, who wants to go uh, on a drive with me? One of my uh, one of my military buddies re- referred to me as Wayne Brady, because <laughs> apparently after uh, after Iraq, I've got road rage. Hmm. Uh, who would have thought? Well, that came from Iraq. Maybe that just that just antagonized it. It antagonized it. He murders shrubs with vans. Yeah, I just I just don't know about this E3. I mean, it's just there's nothing in it that was hugely like you, brought me you know, to it. You know, what I I almost yeah, think what's happening. I, I felt it was a little lackluster, but there were definitely some gems that spoke to me, like uh, the um, freaking uh, Monster Hunters game. Oh yeah, damn! I'm the only person alive that I was disappointed when I saw that. I, I, no, dude, I, I know, and I'm I, th- I'm, I, I I'm... I think you might be right. I'm going to apologize now, because there's probably everybody <laughs> in the world... I know Remy was all over fucking Monster Rancher coming to console. Or Monster Hunter. Fucking not Monster Rancher. <laughs> I would be over the moon if it was dude, Monster Rancher. if they Rancher. came out with a Monster Rancher, a new Monster Rancher game, I seriously, I would be seeking physician's help, because my hard-on <laughs> would last way more than four hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like that I, one comedian's stance... <laughs> I, I would. If, I would. If be my that, heart on lasts longer than four hours. I ain't gonna call a doctor. I'm gonna call a hooker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, not, consulting a, I'm not consulting a doctor. I'm consulting a brothel. <laughs> but no, I'm. I'd like seriously. If they release another Monster Rancher, I would be that guy who broke his dick on the end table because he passed out on his couch, <laughs> rolled off, and smacked it off the goddamn end table. Uh, yeah, that would be dick. Permanent Peronis. You're right. I wouldn't roll off the couch because I'd have a fucking kickstand. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's only like a quarter-inch kickstand, but it would keep me in place. Yes. Oh, man. As we digress. You'd be rolling on it, giving yourself permanent Peronis. Oh, shit. Well, was there was there anything else in E3 that you guys, that like really stood out to you guys? Um, well, a grievance is uh, Arena... DX for Pokemon, I I I I don't like it whatsoever because I feel it's just a cash grab. We talked about that before on a show, and other than that though, is I'm glad that they're actually gonna be putting out original content for the Switch that is Pokemon. Ooh. I'm glad to see Pokemon making its way back to console. I'm really I'm really yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm really stoked about that because. Like, the last really fun Pokemon game I can remember for console was Pokemon Snap. Where you took yeah, pictures of Pokemon. One. Yes. It, you know, it was simple, it was stupid, it was fucking kiddish, but it was really fucking fun. It was just, it was silly fun. And you had, like, all this all this stuff that you can do in the game. Like, you'd have to play through a level, like, so many times. 
to yeah. take a photo of every single thing. So it would give you like countless hours of playtime, which was great. Right. And depending on how good your shot was, <laughs> really, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was silly fun. I mean, it's like, I keep describing Friday the 13th as silly fun because that's what it is. It's silly fun. It's not, it's not like Skyrim where you're getting so immersed in the game that you're, you're calculating, you know, how much you got to pay for this house and you've got $4 billion, 4 billion gold saved up that you're never going to use, but you're going to buy it. You're going to figure <laughs> out how to use this spell and this sword together to, to wreck some dragon that's coming at you. It's not that type of fun where you're really overanalyzing. It's just silly fucking fun. You know, yeah. you're walk, you're going down a river, you're snapping a picture of a Pokemon or <laughs> you're breaking into a cabin silly and you're bitch. shoving a counselor's face into a hook that's on the wall. You know, it's just silly fun. <laughs> Just silly fucking I, fun. I really hope with the development of that game that they throw in that you can, as uh, Jason Voorhees, sneak up on a camper in a freaking sleeping bag. Dude, you can. And start. You, you can. can. You fucking really? can. Dude, they've got an ability that's, uh, I forget what it is, but it's it's mapped to You triangle. can smash people. In the sleeping bag against a tree. Oh my dude, god, that's it's awesome. fucking incredible, dude! Because <laughs> you can hide in a tent, and you run up on them, and you can you have this map, you have this uh, uh button, uh, tri- a triangle is mapped to a, a thing that's like stalker mode, I think is what it's called. So when you're Jason and you start getting up close to somebody, the Jason music goes off so that they know, you know, the, the counselor knows that you're close. So it's like, oh fuck, Jason's here. Well, you put on stalker mode, and the music doesn't turn on. So all of a sudden, they open a door, and you're standing there as Jason Voorhees. You pick them up, and you're like, ha-ha, motherfucker. And then you shove their face into a fire and start curb stomping them. It's like, okay, that worked well. <laughs> or you get those dickheads who hide in a, a friggin' tent the entire game, and then somebody messages you, hey, this guy's been hiding in a tent for 15 minutes. And you're like, okay, thank you. And you go over to a tent, you rip him out of it, and you start bashing him against the goddamn tree. And you're like, that was way more satisfying than it should have been. And I really should feel bad about, you know, bashing somebody in a tent or bashing somebody in a sleeping bag against a tree. But I really feel good about it. I feel good about life. I feel like I can move on and feel really happy. You know what campers and sleeping bags are? Uh, Burritos for brown bear. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of that old magic card. You can run from a grizzly bear. He'll just knock you down and eat you. Or you can climb a tree. Then you'll have a nice view before the grizzly bear knocks down the tree and eats you. Eat you. So in this Friday the Thirteenth game, do they um do they give you a chance to try to fight Jason off? Like, and oh. I get the name of whatever yeah, game it can, is. Yeah, you can kill him. Okay, you so can you, actually kill him. So this isn't just a hide and hide and survive game. This is like you can hide no. and survive, and you can also. Hide and seek, bitches. Yeah, so, yeah. so in this oh, uh, game, you can you can as a counselor, you can repair a car and try to drive away. You can call the cops and and then run out once the cops get there. You can repair a boat and then use the boat to get away, or you can try to kill Jason. Okay. Um, killing Jason is not the easiest thing in the world, but it can you can do it. Oh, just a quick uh, interruption. I uh, took a blue shark's mantle, and now I'm drinking blue moon. <laughs> oh well, I got a big old case of nice. it. Yeah, you can drink it all you want, but you're not going to get sponsored like Blue Shark did. <laughs> <laughs> I've officially reached the bottom of my growler. Nice, it's like gallon-sized growler. 
Well, you can be the bottom of that growler, but dollar dollar bills, y'all, from Blue Moon to Blue to Blue Shark. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Blue Moon, it's Blue Belly. Wubba lava dub dub. <laughs> Getting rickety rickety wrecked. You name that beer after me. Exactly. They're not going to call it Blue Moon anymore. They're going to call it Blue Shark. <laughs> and it's going to come in and- 45s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> with yes. with an ABV of four point five, huh? Huh? <laughs> perfect. I'm loving this. Uh, all right, so and it's gonna have a Philly sweet tape to the side. So now we got uh, we got a couple of questions from the audience. Um, this one comes from Totes. Uh, how often does a seven hundred pound Nile croc need to feed? Jesus Christ, 700 pounds? Not often. Actually, um... Yeah, like once a week, croc- maybe? With, with crocodiles? Actually, depending, um... The younger ones need to feed a little bit more than the older ones. Uh, so that's probably a younger one being only 700 pounds. Whoa, uh, 700 pounds? 700 pounds is a younger one? They can get up to 1,500 to 1,700 pounds. A fucking crocodile can get up to 1,700 yeah. pounds? Yeah, somewhere about that. Yeah, they can get uh, close to two tons. That's a, yeah. that's a lot so, of fucking boots, dude. Depending, I mean, they can eat like a big meal, uh, and they can literally go months without eating. So, as a bottom need, once every few months. Uh, but it depends on how active they're being. I mean, like I said, they're they're a lion weight type predator. Um, but yeah, they 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 uh, don't need to eat that often. I mean, they do eat pretty fairly often, but if they get a big meal, they can sit there and go months without. Well, Jesus Christ, I, I got to say, I just learned a whole shit ton about Nile Crocs tonight. And they typically they typically don't live in uh, salt water, but they can live at the end of the Nile in brackish water, where it's kind of mixing the uh, salt and the uh, yeah. fresh water. And males hide their penis in a cloaca. Well, that's that's some information that I didn't need, but okay, cloaca. God, I'm never going to forget that word now. I might have to and bring it up ex- on every cast. They got extremely powerful jaws, and they can hold stuff underwater for quite a long while. Well, yeah, I know. I know about, say, I know about the death rattle or the death roll. You know, they grab a hold of you and then keep rolling you around underwater until you finally stop moving, and then they shove you under a tree trunk and let you tenderize until they eat you. I know that, but part. they they have extremely powerful. Down bite, but they're actually opening their jaws in is, is anywhere near as powerful. Wow. Which is why a lot of which is why a lot of people sit there and, and hold their uh, mouth shut. <clears throat> Average weight of a Nile crocodile, according to Wikipedia, um, breeding maturity uh, three hundred and three pounds. Yeah, that sounds more logical. So the seven hundred pounds that you're talking about sounds like a big motherfucker. In which case, he ain't gonna eat that often. Because they say that the bigger ones yeah, they don't eat that the, often. The, but right, the bigger they are, the, the largest older they are. accurately measured male uh, was shot near Tanzania, was measured to be twenty-one feet two inches and weighed about one thousand ninety kilograms or twenty-four hundred pounds. So they could Holy get that. Fuck. They could yeah. get that big, but it looks like Nile crocodiles. Not, the male Nile crocodiles weigh anywhere between. 496 and 1653 pounds. Okay, I just want so, to point out one thing. If I so ever met... is about mid, mid-range. mid If I cro- ever met a fucking crocodile that was 23 feet long, 
I'm not even going to run. <laughs> I'm just squatting down. And I'll be like, dude, you just got a 240-pound meal, man. Shove me under a rock. I'm yours, dude, because I'm not getting away. This is like fucking Jason Voorhees in the water. You're going to track me down quicker than shit and drag me under and kill me. So let's just make this simple. We're just going to make this a nice, easy day for you. Go for the gold. I just hope you. Hold on. Hold I just on hope you second. choke on something of mine. <laughs> hold on one second before you eat me. Let me take a picture of this. <laughs> yeah. So hold actually, on. Hold on. Actually, before you eat me, can I take a selfie? Pound is actually mid range for a male. Okay. So three hundred pounds would be a small juvenile. Yeah. Look, all I gotta say is seven hundred pounds. That's a lot of fucking boots right there. Uh huh. I'm still trying to imagine 23 or one feet of a really crocodile. Now, you're talking nose yeah, to tail, nearly right? nearly two tons. Nose to tail, yes. yes. Okay. So, like, like the tail, take I mean, tail's, tail's a big thing. That's still a big fucking crocodile. thought the largest they've ever saw was only 20 foot and some odd inches. I might be wrong. Well, the some odd inches came underneath it in the cloaca. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy's 20 <laughs> feet long and then just, aw. <laughs> like fucking yeah now that's where the t-rex came in the little short stubby arms that's what the alligator got i can't reach oh shit all right so. it would it would suck to be a nerdy t-rex you can't even fix yourself so so i think we've officially answered the question with not that fucking often yeah that, that's what that's what we're going with not that fucking often nope all right and i think you can tell the drunker and drunker i get because the more and more i swear all right, so the ah. second question we have was actually from you, Zyreblood, or yes. Dune Guardians. However, I'm reading that. <laughs> All right, so have you ever had a video game crush growing up? Now, when you say growing up, can you define that a little bit? Because I still don't think I'm grown up yet. <laughs> I'm just an eight-year-old who can buy alcohol. Uh, yeah, well, well, go with that. Go with eight years old, you, you know... On up through, like, you know, puberty. Yeah, I was going to say, at eight years old through puberty, my spank bank pretty much consisted of Leisure Suit Larry and an old Hustler magazine I found in my brother's room. <laughs> nice you're using spank bank. That's great. <laughs> nice that you're using your brother's magazine. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess I'll answer this one first, since I, I think I rarely answer these questions first. But I'll answer this one first. Yes... I, th- I think I can consider it a crush, um, but not like crush like I want to bone you, but like more like crush of I want to do what you're doing kind of thing. Um. Well, my intent of the question was if you were real, I'd bone you. Well, I mean, if she, if she was real, <laughs> I'd still bone her, but it it wasn't necessarily wasn't necessarily her like her features that made me want to bone her it was more of her abilities and right, her personality yeah um yeah. and this is going to be really cliche but laura croft in the first tomb raider oh nice like nice very pixelated well, well, yeah uh, polygon yeah tits. she had the polygon tits and all stuff but like she was climbing she was running she was jumping she was doing shit that i was like man i want to do that you know that's fucking hot that she can do that yeah, you know, of course she's a video game, so she can do anything the developers make her do. Right, right. I mean, 
Honestly, I, just like a real I, ball. I had I had the most. Well, yeah, like a real ball. Yeah, they got the suction cup anus. Uh, but the uh, you know, I mean, I just like everybody else. It's in funny, the, you know that. I, I watched Real Sex, man. HBO, come on, <laughs> watch that. I watched that one. I think it was like Real Sex Seventeen or something. I saw that one. Um, like I just like everybody else. I launched Laura Croft off the top of something and have her do a dive into the ground so she broke her neck. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like shit, Laura Croft. I, I would probably say Laura Croft. And I, I mean, I grew up back in the pixelated days of Atari and shit. So I mean, I had yeah, yeah same. Here. I had Samus and everything else. But unfortunately, like when I was growing up, and I finally realized Samus was a chick, it wasn't like, oh my god, she's wearing a leotard that looks hot. It was, she's a chick. I was playing a chick. <laughs> yeah, I get the same reaction. Fuck. <laughs> I think mine would be uh, Final Fantasy VII, Tifa Lockhart, Pony Bits. Tifa's good. Oh, uh, yeah. Tifa. You know, and she kicks oh some serious She did, but by the time I was playing Final Fantasy VII, like, Laura Croft had already come out, I think. Yeah. Tomb Raider had already come out by then. Yeah, oh, yeah it Tomb was Raider was already out. I mean, I, I, I would almost say if, if it wasn't... If it wasn't... Um, Laura Croft, it might be Jill Valentine. Only only reason it's not Jill Valentine is because she was running around a mansion, getting her ass chewed on by zombies. I mean, she should have just jumped out of the car and smoked a road <laughs> sign and that shit quick. And one person nice. one person in the world, if you're listening to that, yes, that was a reference to you. You fucking rock, dude. That's how much I love <laughs> That's that right, quote. That's right, Shinzu. That's how much I fucking I'm- love that quote. I still use it. I'm the my, I'm the asshole that will get bit and not mention a fucking thing. <laughs> but mine is definitely hands down uh, Samus. I mean, just the evolution of that character. It was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. You know, I can't say she was my first crush though, because back when Metroid first came out, I was way too young to even know what the hell my penis was used for, except for pissing. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it was just a flabby piece of meat that i had hanging between my legs that every now and then would get like <laughs> i wouldn't be able to tuck it down i'd have to like shove it into a pant leg that was it that was like all right what the fuck does this thing do <laughs> what the fuck does tape is your it? friend ah! <laughs> yeah i could dude i can remember those gym days where you had to use a duct tape put it to your leg you're like oh shit you know i can't go out there with this this is gonna look embarrassing and then the tape rips, and it takes all the leg from your inner thigh right off, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, uh, duct tape or electrical tape, either works. No, dude, you can't use electrical tape because that shit. If you don't tighten, if you don't put it on right, that shit compresses and tightens. Next thing you know, Ooh, it's like yeah, a, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like are a, falling off. Yeah, it's like you've got Shutter. like a fucking like balls hanging off and shit, and you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> that wasn't supposed to come off." Can that super glue back on? Is that is that possible? Is that a thing? Oh shit! And you can't go to the school. So that's why it doesn't work. You can't anymore. go to the school nurse with that either, because you walk to her with like something hanging in there in your hand, and you're like, "Hey, is this possible? Can we sew this back on?" Look, I am the atomically correct Spider Man. It broke off. <laughs> Use your web powers to fix it there. Oh god, that just reminded me of when I did the Spider Man that one uh, dance at school. Here's, here's oh a little, god, uh, yeah, when you tried to hang off the the, the door jam. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> I, I had it for a good. I almost had it for like a good minute, but like my fingers okay. just slipped. Let's let's be honest here. You had it for about a second. <laughs> you had it for a single <laughs> second. <laughs> 
I was rooting oh, for you well, to hold Well, it felt that. longer than that to me. To me, it felt like almost a minute because, like, I was hanging there pretty good. To be honest, when you fell, I mean, that's marble floor there. You landed. I think you landed on your face on that one because <laughs> that was that was amazing how you I held landed it. on my neck. Well, oh, yeah, your neck. OK, but you you landed like I thought you were dead. I honestly thought I was <laughs> my fight or flight thing was kicking in. I'm thinking to myself, I got to go get some help. Oh, shit. I got to help him. I got to go. Get some Bye, help. Cyber. Oh, shit. I got to help him. Like when you started moving, I did a sigh of relief. And then I started laughing because I just realized that I witnessed something really fucking funny. And I felt bad for laughing. I just want to say that I really felt bad for laughing because I knew you hurt yourself. But the way you fell, I was like, oh, shit, he's dead. I got to get help. I shook it off. Uh, no, though. you did. You got right up, man. You're like shaking your hand, like, "Oh man, that fucking hurt." I'm like, "Dude, are you dead? <laughs> are you dead right now?" Something up there cut my finger open, and that was it, <laughs> dude. Like seriously, you had that thing, and when you said what you were gonna do, I fathomed in my head, "Yeah, that shit could happen. He could do that," and you had it. And for that split second, I'm like, "Holy shit, he's got it!" And then you fell. I was like. He's dead. I gotta go. <laughs> here's a here's here's a moment of science with D. Just for our listeners, uh, for for point of reference, uh, for many species of spider, when the uh, male has you know coitus with the female, its dick breaks off and then it regrows a new one. And now that's in your head. Yeah. Ow. Spider Man. Spider Man. No wonder Mary Jane left him. <laughs> hey, Zyberbla, just be happy that it was your finger that you got cut and you didn't, like, mimic a spider and get something removed, because I'm pretty confident that that doesn't yeah, go that, back for us. Yeah, that would suck. No, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Frostbite sucks. <sighs> Alright, Blue Shark, what about you, man? I think, we've, I think we've, we went right over you. What about you? Do you did you have a uh, a gaming crush Yes, I'd have to go into the same vein that you were talking about, Cecil. With like, it was what they did that really attracted me to them, and it would have to be um, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, uh, Princess Zelda. Oh, and nice! So, and when you find out that that was Zelda, like she did all that badass shit, it's like, ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know what? I'm down with that. All right, I could respect that. Since then, I've always been interested in girls that weren't prissy. I like badass girls. <laughs> a girl that can bait her own hook. There you go. Uh, yeah, dude, you know what? That actually brings up a really great point. Is like, when you find a chick that like is all, hey, I'm going to go tanning, and hey, I'm going to really make myself look all great and shit. And you're like, hey, yeah, you know what? I probably would fuck you. I'd I'd punch you at the end. I'd, I'd, I'd punch you. I'd, I'd, punch, I'd punch you until nice. your head came. You loose. went there before yeah, me. I'd, I'd punch you until your head came loose. But uh, you know, yeah, I'd probably bang you. Yeah. But then you find those. I'd, 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 are, I'd bang you, but I ain't calling back. Yeah, but and then you find, but but then there's that chick that, like, you'd bang and she'd punch you. <laughs> and you're like fucking impression. like like the like the Hank angry Moon. evil chick from uh, the craft. Oh, God, the one with the blue eyes? Yeah, the big blue eyes. Oh, God, the yeah, black she, hair. she was, like, she was crazy attractive. Like, But the, those eyes... And crazy. Well, yeah, crazy. But the, those eyes, like, 
they looked like they would stare through your soul and then rip it out and sell it to Satan for like a Coke. <laughs> and you'd be if, like, if, wow. if it was for the fact that probably already ripped out Satan's as well. Yeah, yeah, she didn't do that. But yeah, I could go with I could go with Zelda from Ocarina of Time. I, I honestly could. I never finished Ocarina of Time. I gotta go back and do that. I never did that. I gotta give it a replay. Well, it, it well, if you don't have the sixty four or the sixty four version, they have it on three DS. Ooh, cool. Um, they had a GameCube version of it too. I think I got that kicking around here somewhere. Yes, they did. Like they, also a, they also had a uh, Zelda remake uh, for both um, the originals. Um. I'm not sure if uh, uh, if Ocarina of Time, but they did have Majora's Mask. I think I have a disc that has Zelda, um, Link's Adventure, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask all on the same disc. It was like an anniversary edition when I bought my GameCube forever ago. It, it, it was, but I don't remember if it had the... Um, I know it had Majora's Mask. Uh, there were actually there were two versions. There was the one with Majora's Mask... Um, and then there was the one that had the originals. I think, yeah, maybe that did have the uh, 64-bit version. I'm trying to remember. I had it a long time ago, but I don't have it anymore. Well, let's ask Emperor Google. Oh, hell. Zelda Collector's Edition GameCube game. There it is. Look at that little fucker. Let's see here. Promotional disc includes four classic games. The Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. So, fuck you, D. I was right. Ah! <laughs> no, I love you. <laughs> you did. You were right. Welcome to Lifestyles of the Assholes. Today, we will... Oh, they also had an... Okay, that's what I was thinking of. They also had a separate one. Where they actually had a two-game one, which was Ocarina of Time and then the Master's Quest. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Okay. So they did it twice. and I, I, I'm So I'm doubly wrong. <laughs> they did it twice. Actually, this isn't that bad. It's, it's uh, the Zelda Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition for GameCube is $64.99. That's not bad. For four wow. games, it's, it's actually a pretty good collection. Yeah. Well, what about you, D? Game Crush. What about you from when you were a kid? Any game crushes? Still Tifa. Still Tifa. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you, yeah, you asked me a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's a change. Still Tifa. Still, 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 still the, the pony bitch. I, I just had uh, the thought, okay, maybe uh, Cecil had a rum reboot. Well, I guess it's now time to tell you that I just finished the bottle. Yep. Rum reboot. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a wee bit tipsy. Alrighty, well, let's um, let's tell some people where we can find each other. So, uh, Blue Shark, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me in the GNA Discord. Um, go to our GNA uh, Twitter account and join us. You'll find me messing around in there. You'll also find me on my own Twitter um, uh, at Blue Shark Forty Five and. If I ever stop doing shit outside of my house that doesn't involve video games, then I'll go back to streaming again, and that's twitch.tv slash thebluesshark45. Very nice. Zyberblood, where can people find you at? Well, uh, currently I hang out on our uh, Discord for GNA. I also am working on my uh, Zyber Games GNA and also YouTube channel. 
I'm finally getting a lot of my software issues and stuff uh, taken care of, so I should have my uh, videos posted soon. Awesome. Um, other than that, you can find me on uh, my Zyber Games Facebook, and that's uh, um, also uh, Twitter, at Zyberblood. That's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. Search that, and you can find any of those. Awesome. D, where can people find you at, man? They can find me at my website, www.microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S.com. Also, same uh, microbrewgamers with a Z, not an S. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitch, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and Vidme. And if you see me on the floor, pick me up and put me back on my bar stool, please. Nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host for the evening. We hope you've had a great show tonight. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes helps people find this show, helps get out to more people, and we appreciate that. So definitely get out there, review us on iTunes. Um, also, let us know how you feel. You can also find us on Android with Google Play Music or Podcast Addict. Uh, there's plenty of other great ones out there, but Podcast Addict really is a bitchin' app. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or join us on our Discord chat. Check out the pinned tweet on uh, Twitter. That's the best place to find it. We're also on Facebook. Uh, search at GNA, uh, GNA Podcast. You'll find us there. We've started playing and hosting guests on our Twitch feed. If you've seen it at all, you've probably seen Gravemind on there a bunch. He's been doing Black Mesa for fucking weeks now. He's always on there. But uh, if you want to be want to be broadcast on that let us know we'll pop you on there also we have the youtube channel if you got a video out there that you want us to host send it in to us at uh, at our email address which we're about to pop up in a second if we like it pop it up on our youtube channel uh, we are a proud member of the ninja pancake community where you could find great shows such as sweet scoped i think it's sweet scoped and oh shit i didn't put another one in here Oops. Uh, morning bombshell jackets. Morning coffee. Bom- bombshell jackets. My morning coffee. All those fucking ones. Yeah, those two. Go check them out. It's on ninjapancake.com. <laughs> Email us at GNA podcast <laughs> at GNA in your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. Or hey, if you got some cool shit, death threats. send it to us. We want to hear about it. Um, or terrifying scientific facts. Or terrifying science. Dude, if you've got a great terrifying science fact, please email us at gnapodcast at gna.dna or gna in your DNA dot one. <laughs> wow, I gotta stop drinking so much rum on these fucking casts. <laughs> you do. Starting with a laugh, ending with a we laugh. We love you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. We had a great time. I'm probably gonna go find a trash can to throw up in. Have a great night. Good night, all. Good night, everyone. Roast! Roast!